All right. So what do we got going on? What's up, man? Uh, welcome to the show. Welcome to Nosebleeds to Floor Seats. Um, we come here. We like to just talk about anything, man. See how your first experiences were. My name's Nate. Uh, you, what's your name by chance? Andres? My yep, that's not correct. Exactly. Andres, Andres. Yep. Exactly. Oh, so, what's up, man? How have you been? Pretty good. Hanging in there, working a lot. Um, hoping to see the Magic pull off anything right now. They're on yeah. a little wind streak, seeing if they can get it together. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. So, are you from here originally, from Florida, or? I actually am. Yeah, born and raised in Orlando, Florida. Um, so, just thought it was a great city. Um, now I got two kids. Uh, they were both born here, um, and we got a third one on the way. And we love the city of Orlando. Nice, um, man. Congratulations. Appreciate, appreciate it. It's just a great city. Everyone's, you know, so nice. Everyone goes out their way to help out. Um, I'm a realtor in the area, and I mean, that just shows how much I love the area around here. You know, it's friendly. It's just an awesome place to live. Oh, man, that's really cool. Yeah, I've lived here. I was born and raised here myself. I currently have a married and got a daughter myself, too. So, another kid. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) So, what were you? What was your earliest memory? What was your very first game that you can actually recall? And how long have you been a Magic fan? Um, first game I can recall, um, it was always a memory of going uh, to the games, uh, to the old TD Waterhouse with my dad. Yeah. Um, we used to go to a lot of those games. Um, when I was a super small, when I was a very little kid, uh, my dad had season tickets when Shaq was here, and he shared it with some oh, friends. Nice, nice. So, you know, it's – always been you know a thing to go to these games as a family spend quality time um i would say but before that i was more a fan of the nba i think i became a magic fan recently within the past three to four years uh leave but uh they still got a lot you know in that trade for for them so it worked out for them so they got bright future yeah, um, but I always still, love going to the games. It's always a lot of fun. That's cool. Yeah, I've, I've kind of started. I was, I've been here for, like I said, I was born here. So I've been a Magic fan all my life. You know, I've been through the whole. There. Yeah, I know, I know. You were kind of breaking up as well a little bit. Let me see here. Come oh crap. There we go. I don't know what happened there, but it happens. It'll happen from time to time. Okay. So that's all good. Yeah. Um I've been a Magic fan forever. Um I was here through the necessary the Dwight when we had Dwight, we picked him up first in 2004. And then even after when we were rebuilding with him, it seems like I love the team. Don't get me wrong. It's just I feel like sometimes we have a little bit of an issue to where we can't keep star players happy. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and, you know, it's not only keeping star players happy, but I think it's a lot of, um, I would say, the Magic do 
pick up some great players, but they just happen we, to go to other teams and play a lot better. You know? Yeah, it seems like they – I hate to say this. I love the team, but I feel like it's more of a – it's kind of like a G League team sometimes to where we get them prepared and they get really, really good during the rookie season, the second year, and then we ship them off. It's happened countless times. Absolutely. It's like a farm team. You know, you just – groom them, get them good, and then they leave somewhere else, you know. Um, but they've yeah. gone through, I mean, a lot of great players. But um, mm-hmm. they've had the right ideas, just didn't work out a lot of times. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not sure if you recall um, when they had McGrady and they had Grant Hill. It was the right idea to bring in Grant yeah. Hill. Yeah. Um, just didn't work out. Um, and they almost had Tim Duncan at that point. I mean, that was – Yeah, been- that's the wild point. That's wild to think that we could have had Tim Duncan at one point. Tim Duncan, Grant Hill, and Trace McGrady at that time, you know, that was before all these stacked all-star teams and all that. That would have been incredible, especially in, I wouldn't say a small market, but in an Orlando Magic team compared to these big cities like New York and all those, Miami. Mm -hmm. That's a big thing, you know. It's funny you say that, too, because I remember um, the final scene that we had, it seemed like, when we went to the finals in 2009, that team was great. It's just the key pieces were kind of hard to keep in that sense. You know, um, I think we shipped Courtney that Courtney next Lee. year, Courtney Lee yep. that next year. And then Rashad was playing on a huge, huge contract. Which, oh. Yeah, but at the same time, it was the right move for Rashad to give him all that money because if not, we were never going to go to that next level. And I think he was one of the key pieces that they needed at that point, you know. Um, And unfortunately, the Magic, I don't think they're a top-tier team that you want to go to in the offseason that you want to sign with, not yet at least. Yeah. So you got to throw an extra bone or two, you know, to get these players to sign. That's true. You also got to understand they pulled them away from, I believe it was the Supersonics at that time. Yeah, yeah, because it was – yeah, the Supersonics because he was with uh, Ray Allen. Exactly, and Ray Allen had left to go to Boston. Yeah, he was with Milwaukee. He was Supersonics Milwaukee, and I think Boston afterwards. Correct, Boston at the end with uh, what do you call him, Garnett and Paul Pierce? Exactly. Yes, yes, the original big three. Yeah, yeah. And don't get me wrong. I mean, the Magic. I think they were also. They remind me a little bit of the Pistons team um, from '04. You know, yes, Chauncey Bill Hubs. Yeah, yeah, but they were all solid play- players. Hito Turkoglu, yeah. he played very solid. Rashard played solid. You know, Jameer even was playing good for a while, you know. Yeah, just didn't Rafer, work out. It's, Rafer was a good backup for Jameer as well when he was coming off the bench. Absolutely. He did a great job. He led the team uh, towards the end right there. Yeah. I really think to this point they should have never uh, benched Rafer Austin for Jameer in the finals. But, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I think it uh, kind of messed up the chemistry flow a little bit, but it is what it is at this point, you know. Yeah. I'm actually kind of excited about the young core that we have now with Cole Anthony. and It's just we got to stay healthy and get everybody on the floor, you know. Absolutely. I think Cole Anthony, I mean, he gives a lot of heart and hustle. That's something I love personally. Yes. I do yes. think he plays a little out of control sometimes. I don't know if he gets a little excited. I don't know if it's the lack of experience. But I, I think he'll be good. I don't know how good he will be, 
but mm. he should be very solid. Um, I don't know how they'll work out the guard position between him and Markel. You know, they're both mm. incredible guards. So I don't know if they're going to try to move one to two, which I find kind of hard because I think they both need the ball in their hands. But, yeah. Or they're going to pick one, trade one. I, I don't know. There's a lot for them to consider. They got, I think, the guard position is pretty stacked, and so is the forward position. Honestly, yeah, I feel like the the we've always had the forward position unlock. It's more of the guards that I feel like we were lacking after a while with the um, – after we lost like Jameer and everybody, and we said we shipped off DJ to Houston. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so I just hope Cole has that kind of like tenacity that his dad had when he played, you know? Because I watched his dad, incredible. like all the clips of his dad's. Yeah. Play. I mean, it's, inc- it's really incredible. I just don't know. Uh, it's hard. You got uh, Martel. He's a great point guard. He's improved so much, and I still think he has potential, given oh, yeah. the minutes and staying injury-free. You got Cole Anthony. You also got to think about, I think, uh, Gary Gary Harris. He's a solid option, very yeah, solid. Yeah. Um, you got RJ Hampton. I, you know, he's not the best, but he definitely can give you something consistent, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I also like Mark, Michael Carter-Williams off the bench. I think he was great whenever he's healthy. Yeah. But that's another question mark if he's healthy, how how much longer he can play for, you know, things of that nature. But they got a few other guards that I think can play great, you know, given the minutes. That's true. Um, I'm actually excited about Jalen Suggs and to see what Franz comes into as a player as well. Franz has been – he's been a lot – he's been surprised me. Franz has been surprised me. His brother, it seems like he kind of helped, uh, like – elevate his brother's play in a sense too because Mo was okay but when he saw like he started playing with his brother I feel like he just you know his game improved so much more yeah completely Suggs I think uh Suggs started very slow I would say mm-hmm. um he, he got hurt and then it seemed like he did better after the injury I'm not sure if he kind of got a feel for watching the game seeing what he could improve on what everyone else was doing yeah, I thought that was pretty interesting. And then he started playing a little bit better. I'm not sure if it's the confidence that he gained after that. Um, but I, I don't know why he reminds me a little bit of Dwayne Wade, you know, when he cuts to the hoop, you know, little one-two yeah. dribble. He's very aggressive. I like it. So he should be pretty good, too, given he stays consistent, stays healthy. How do you feel about Mo? Because I know the trade deadline's coming up soon. You think we're going to ship Mo? or? I don't think they will. Do I want to see him be traded? Not necessarily, but I do think it's the right move. Um, again, that's another position they're just stacked at. Um, Wendell Carter, I think he's done, mm-hmm. I mean, just great, tremendous. You know, nobody expected him to play that good. And I really think, you know, he proved a lot of people wrong. If he can stay healthy there, I, I just don't see enough reason. I still believe a lot in Chuma. I think Chuma has a long way to improve, but I think he can improve. Mm-hmm. Between him and Isaac, I mean, it's just incredible. That forwards position, that's pretty stacked. Um, I'm not sure if you remember, uh, right before Isaac got hurt, I believe he was number two in the league in blocks. Yeah, yeah, because he was one of those that can multi-position uh, defender in that sense. And that that's pretty strong, you know, especially coming out of Orlando Magic, you know. Yeah. So, but again, the question mark is, can he stay healthy? You know, that's – can you depend on him, you know? 
So you also mentioned as well you're a Bucks fan, and uh, Tom Brady had just recently retired. What are your thoughts on that? Were you a Bucks fan before Brady or during the Brady era? Oh no, it was just uh, it was just a great time to go out there watch those games. Um, you know, it's just something different. Um, they haven't been winning, obviously. So just to get out there, the Magic haven't been winning either. So just trying to be in the yeah, winning environment yeah. a little bit, enjoy that yeah, time. Yeah, it's nice. Um, it's nice to actually you know, be on the winning it, side. Absolutely. And, and it's so different because even the city itself changes. Like, I'm not sure you remember when the Magic were in the finals here. The city oh was just God, on it was fire. Insane. It was incredible. It, it just it felt so good. You could go out and eat and everyone was, you know, talking about the Magic. You, you saw the team outside on the streets everywhere, you know, all the signs, the fans, and it was just an incredible feeling, you know. And mm. you saw that even on Orlando when Tampa was playing. I, I thought that was pretty cool, too. I will tell you, I didn't think Brady would go out like that. I did think he would give it one more year after losing like that, but guess not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I thought so, too. But I think he started to realize, like, oh, is everybody going to be back and is everybody going to be healthy? You know what I mean? If I could do this one more year, I thought he just saw the bigger picture, which I hate to admit this, but I'm not a Tampa fan or like a Dolphins fan. I would do watch the football, but I'm a Bravens fan. So to see them go out on their shield, I'm like, uh, I understand. You know what I mean? Kevin, I mean, you know, he had an incredible career. You're talking, I believe it was 22 years. Mm-hmm. to hold up 22 years in the NFL. I, if you look it up, I believe the average uh, NFL player spans about six to seven years of a career. Yeah. So just to yeah. think, he lasted that long with all the hits on the body, even being a quarterback that he's not supposed to get his hit as much or whatnot, you know, not a, like a running back, but, I mean, he lasted. I mean, he's got to give him respect for taking care of his body and just yeah. being there every day in and out. That's incredible, you know. Again, I would have liked to see one more year. Kind of sad to see him go out like that on a loss mm. and all that, but also your body takes a toll on that. You know that's not easy. Yeah, it would have been. I hate to say it, but you know he did have a great career. Um, I never liked him when he played in New England, and I was one of those people who are like ah, Tom Brady. But I'm like, you know, you can't really go against his stats and what he did for what he did as a career. You know, and able to actually just you know come out and take Tampa to the Super Bowl in Tampa Bay. Like, he didn't even call a shot, and that was a wild part, too. I think they started out with a really rough record, too, if I'm not mistaken. They started out pretty rough, and then, you know, during the pandemic, they didn't really have that offseason to gel as a team, so they just had to go on the fly. Right, and not only that, but I think if you remember that team had a lot of different egos. Um, Obviously, the biggest one you can say is Antonio Brown, but, you know, even Mike Evans, um, to a certain extent, even drunk, you know, you're pulling these players, you know, that are not used to being on the whole Brady effect and all that. Just, you know, everyone's going to work together and they made mm-hmm. it work, you know. They tried towards the end of this year and it just wasn't enough, you know. I also think Brady realized it's just every few years you see another generation sometimes yeah, of athletes. Yeah. And right now that generation is just incredible. You know, you got uh, Mahomes out there right now. I mean, the kid's incredible. You know, even Aaron Rodgers is out there. You know, there's so many 
great quarterbacks right now, even though, I mean, a lot of them just retired in the past few years. It's incredible, you know, but we got the same thing going on in the NBA, you know. LeBron's going downhill, you could say, but you still got Luka, Trey Young. I mean, these guys are incredible. Oh, the crop, the crop is insane. That's coming in the NBA right now. It's it's mind-blowing. I mean, like I said, uh, yeah, like you're saying, Luka, Trey, um, John Morant. Oh, my God, he is one to watch. He I know we play them. The way he attacks the rim, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're coming, I think, Saturday, I think we play them. If I'm not mistaken, yeah. we play them Saturday. Correct. Saturday, tomorrow, tomorrow and then Sunday is Boston. And Boston's another – they have great players, but they haven't been able to put it together, you know, with uh, Tatum, Smart, you know, all Brown, those great yeah. players. Yeah, Brown's incredible, you know. Brown is so underrated, truly. He really is. I don't think he gets the credit he deserves, to be honest with you. Um, another person I feel like doesn't really get a lot of credit, and they're doing a lot. He gets criticized a lot about it too, but Joel Embiid, like he's been playing ball. Like, I I think he's in a uh, top three MVP candidate. Correct me if I'm wrong, or top two. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, he's playing incredible. He really is, and I I like his confidence. He's not afraid mm-hmm. to talk a little bit, and you know, it shows you he believes in himself, which I think is awesome. Um, he's I will tell you he has stepped up with the Ben Simmons situation. Mm-hmm. Um, whether he's going to get traded or not, I, I really don't know. I, I mean, it would make sense just to get him out of there as soon as possible. But Philadelphia seems like they're really not trying to get James Harden from Brooklyn, and they're willing to wait till the off season. So I don't know what fiasco they're going to wait on over there. I'm just curious to know what the value is going to be because I know Ben. They're looking at Ben, and they want a lot for Ben, and. <laughs> I think they're going to a lot from Brooklyn in that sense. Um, I, I, yeah, they're asking a lot for Ben. Um, I do think Ben is a great player, though. Yeah, yeah, without a doubt. To shoot, obviously, he can get a lot better. But, you know, I think he can fit on a lot of teams. Um, I know I when it first started, Golden State was one of the rumored teams that were interested in him, kind of like a Draymond Green type player, which yeah. made sense to a certain understand you know and you also don't need to shoot you don't need them to shoot when you got five other shooters you know great shooters on that team you know yeah it's it's funny that are just incredible yeah because it's funny to say like even when i think steph or clay was out when they were waiting for clay to come back on the state gary payton the second um he was just he was making very very good use of his minutes from when he had them too he was just stepping up and going beyond expectations for that dude Absolutely, and he's been bouncing around the league. It's been a few years. I, I remember seeing him in the D League, G League, everything, you know, a few teams. Yeah, he was in Portland, Portland, and yeah. And I think, was it San Antonio also for a little bit, I believe? But I know he bounced um, around. Yeah, I want to say that was correct. He, he bounced around for a little bit, and I, I really think, you know, Golden State seems to be that positive system, you know. They bring players mm-hmm. up. You know, and they do a great job. They put their egos to the side. Um, I, I can't believe they still have that team together, truly. They, you know, I thought one of them would already. I really thought Playtime truly, not Kevin Durant. I didn't expect him to leave Gordon State the way he did. Yeah, I mean, I knew, I feel like once Durant got over that hump of the championships, mm-hmm. he's like, okay, I really 
don't need to prove anything else anymore. And I want to try to just, you know, do this somewhere else. You know, um, Phoenix is another team that surprises me a lot. The Suns and how they play. They just become a well-oiled machine, and I feel like they've learned from their mistakes from last year being in the finals, for sure. Absolutely. Um, I will tell you, I don't think they had too many mistakes. I just think it's the lack of experience. But Chris yeah. Paul's done incredible with that team. Um, Booker's done incredible. Um, you know, and correct me if I'm wrong, how many – is it just Booker in the All-Star weekend this year, I, th- I believe? Yeah, he got – I think he's on a reserve or he may be a starter – but somebody got. I believe he was team. a reserved. Yeah, yeah, a few of them. I, I believe he's just a reserve, which I mean, the guy's playing incredible. Like you know, and I remember I think it was what was it that he put up a few years ago? Seventy points, seventy-one points. Yeah, he put up 70, 70 points, and he's he's still young. That is the wild part to think about. He's yeah. still in his early mid twenties, and he's put up seventy. He's done incredible. You know, there's no telling what that team can do. I think if they get a few more of the right pieces, mm-hmm. um, I do think it's pretty interesting that they didn't give the the extension to uh, DeAndre Ayton. Yeah. yeah. They didn't think he was, it looks like they didn't think he was worth the match money, which I truly do think he is. Um, so I, I don't know if they're going to pull off some type of trade for him at the end of the year or whatnot, but I do think he was worth that. I think they made a mistake he- there. Yeah, that would be a little, little odd to see them if they ship him off. You know, I know they got JaVale from, I think he came from Denver after being with the Lakers. JaVale McGee came over, and then, um, yeah, that was that. They brought over JaVale for, like, a backup, but I don't understand. He's been proving it nonstop, and they have the best record in the league, not just because of Chris Paul. You know what I mean? It's a whole Whole unit, but that whole you know, unit, exactly. Yeah. The whole team is playing great. Um, you know, that's incredible, and they got a lot of young players there. You know, for the next few years, um, I, I just think they're incredible, truly. And it's, it always seems Phoenix might fall back for a few years, but they're always up and gunning to the young guys. You know, they always got a young roster coming out. Yeah, it's, it's it's weird. It seems like it. it I hate to say it, but it's like the West always have the sleeper teams when it comes to like in the standings. Like I remember one year Denver was a top seed and then it was Utah. It's like Denver, Utah, Phoenix, Memphis, Memphis is slowly catching up. And then OKC, OKC was one of those was like, wow, one of those teams you really can't sleep on, you know? Well, I, right. Absolutely. Now I do think there was a bigger difference before. Um, if, if I remember correctly, about a year or two, maybe two years ago. Um, if you want 40 games in the West, you still miss the playoffs, which I, I think is yeah. crazy. Yeah. But in the East, that's like number two seed, maybe number one, possibly depending on the year, you know, and I think that's just crazy. You know, I think when the Magic made the finals, I think they had one, was it 49, 50 wins that year? We had, and fi- they we had were, 50 wins. And it's like they were on top, you know, but if you take that to the West Coast, that's, you know, Golden State was a few years ago. What was their record? Seventy-two and ten, was it? Or yeah, they like they that? they beat the uh, the Bulls record that one year. And exactly. the wild part, the wild part about it is they had the best record, and they posted the best record overall in the NBA. And then they went to those finals with the Cavs, and they lost three to one. Yeah, mm-hmm. 
I was watching a documentary the, the other day on YouTube about that. The way LeBron just, I mean, he handled everything. That's incredible. The way putting up 41 points, I think he did it back-to-back. Not, was it back-to-back or three I, games in a row he did it? I think he did it either three games or he had a 40-point game, and I think Kyrie had the other 40-point game the following game. I think that's what it was. I mean, they, you know, that was incredible, you know. Right. Kyrie's a great player too, you know, if he can get his head straight. You know, I think sometimes he yeah, off the I feel wall, like that's just the that's his biggest problem is his ego and wanting to be, oh, this is my team, my team, my team. And I'm like, if you were smart, you would have stuck with LeBron. I'm not saying you're riding the coattails because you're just as talented as he as him, but at the same time, it's just like I, I don't know. He's just so incredible, though. I mean, he can really score whenever he wants. Yeah, and yeah. Scoring don't get me wrong. Inside, outside, however he wants, he's going to score on you. I mean, he's so quick, you know. But at the, I really thought he would do great in Boston, truly. I, I thought, mm. you know, that was going to be a big upgrade for Boston, you know. And it, they never got over the hump, you know, that playoff hump. You know, they just couldn't get by. Yeah, it's like he got injured and then a lot of the weight fell on Jason Tatum, I think Jalen Brown was still out with the injuries, and then and uh, Gordon Hayward was hurt too. Yep, yep. Oh yeah, because he had that nasty injury. He broke his exactly. leg. Uh, yep, that was nasty. Yeah, reminds me of uh, who's that college player? Was it Kevin Ware? I believe. Oh, I think so. I'm trying to think back to it, but I remember. Uh, I remember Paul George had that happen to him too. Now, I will tell you, Paul George, actually, I, I didn't think he would come back as good as he is or yeah. he was. Um, I don't think he's a great player. I think, you know, he's a solid star player. But, you yeah. know, he's been hanging in there with the Clippers so far. Um, you know, I, I didn't think he'll hang around this long. I will tell you that, though. Yeah, I didn't think he was going to go to the Clippers originally. Same with Kawhi. I thought Kawhi was going to go to the Lakers, um, to be honest. Westbrook kind of surprised me too. Incredible, incredible player, you know, Mr. Triple Double himself. But it's just my personal opinion. I feel he's just not that great of a point guard, to be honest. He plays when he wants to play, like great. I, I think he's a great player. Um, I just don't think he wants to win bad enough, truly. Um, I yeah. think it's more worried about yeah. his stats. Great player, but he just wants those triple doubles at that time. That's what he wanted in OKC. And I think now he's trying to win, and it's too late. You know, he's not as fast anymore. He loses control. And it, it's hard to play, you know, with so many other egos on that Lakers team, with LeBron. You still got Carmelo there. You know, Dwight Howard. That's hard. That's really hard, you know. Mm -hmm. So uh, I wanted to ask, um, your dad. you said your dad was a season ticket holder and then you became one in that sense? When did you become one? Um, absolutely, yeah. So he was a season ticket holder. I want to say it's like nine, around 93 to 95 or 94, 96, somewhere in that ballpark. Um, and then um, that was just for that one year. And then about three or four years ago, um, it was actually when the Magic were playing Toronto for the playoffs. I think it was like game three that they had finally started here in Orlando. Mm. Some odd reason, I don't know why, I looked into the tickets for season tickets for the following year and I, I was able to get a discount if I bought the playoff tickets. 
So right. I just kind of made an impulse purchase to get the discount on the playoff tickets. And uh, just happened to be uh, seeing ticket orders now. Um, I always recommend everyone. I think it's a great experience, you know, yeah. something different to do. You know, you kind of hang out, you know. I, I usually go with my dad now. Sometimes I'll bring my wife here and there. Um, obviously, she doesn't get as excited about watching basketball and what. Yeah, but yeah. Well, I still bring her around. A... Yeah, still bring them around, though. Something different, you know. But it's something fun to enjoy as a family and whatnot, you know. And you get to see, you know, all these different athletes. You know, it's incredible to see LeBron, you know. I, I've seen so many great players. Wade, you know. I will tell you, I didn't. I never saw Kobe, though, you know. Kobe or Iverson. I always wanted to see Island Iverson. Um, I see uh, – I've seen Melo play when he was with the New York Knicks. Um, okay. I never really saw Kobe. Um, I'm trying to think who else I've seen. I've seen Kawhi when he played with Toronto. Um and when he also played with San Antonio, seen a couple of Tim Duncan games when he played when he was still playing, and um, yeah, seen all of Dwight's career here and Tarkaloo and JJ when we had JJ Redick. Yeah. And now let me ask you, uh, since you brought back Tarkaloo, do you think Tarkaloo was a great player, or was he just in the right system here, or was the team not good enough, and that's why we? He shined here, or what happened exactly? Honestly, because I remember he had a career. He started in Sacramento. Um, I never really saw him play in Sacramento, but when he got here, I think it's something we needed. We needed that kind of like uh, – sometimes he started, sometimes he didn't. He came off the bench, but mm-hmm. he was that key. He was that spark. He was that igniter that we needed, kind of like how Fournier was with us for a while. Mm-hmm. I felt like that's what – Turkaloo was in the beginning, and I love Turkaloo. Turkaloo's the man. He can do no wrong in my book whatsoever. And then I'm not sure if you remember it. After Orlando, he uh, signed a big contract, huge contract with uh, Toronto. He went there for, was it half season or a year? And then Mm -hmm. uh, they Mm -hmm. traded him back here. But he still wasn't the same after that. You know, it was still a little odd seeing him. You know, he wasn't making the right shots anymore. Things changed. Yeah, yeah. You could tell that spark was gone once he left Orlando originally. Um, another person who kind of felt that way, and I, it was kind of cool to see him grow into his own. It sucks that we kind of let him go to Chicago, but Vooch, when we had Vooch, man. I don't know about that. You know, I feel we got – a lot of out of a lot out of him already, you know. Um, yeah, that was a tough thing. But you got to admit, usually when a star player needs to be traded, wants to be traded, just like we were talking about Ben Simmons, usually you don't yeah. get too much in trade value. So turned out pretty good, you know. It took a while. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I if we could have, I think it was getting to the point where we were could have like built around Booch and we tried. I really knew Aaron Gordon was starting to get just a little bit bent out of shape with his spot and his just minutes here, so I could see why we let him go. And I don't care what nobody says, that man got robbed twice for the dunk contest. That's just Absolutely. my opinion. He got robbed twice. There's no way you go and do those dunks and not get the trophy. He got robbed twice. 
So uh, let me ask you, do you think Cole Anthony can win this uh, during All-Star weekend? I have yet to see him do dunks like that in game. I, I, I was a little school. surprised. I, yeah, I was, I was like – He got invited. Yeah. But, well, big shouts out to them, to be honest. That's kind of cool how him, Franz, and Jalen all got invited to do the Rising or the uh, Rising Stars game or something. Yep, all so, three of them. Exactly. Cool, yeah. That that's the most we've had in a very long time. Like I can't even remember the last time we had three like that. I'm not even sure when that was because Yeah, I don't I can't recall either. I, so, I think Howard and Nelson, but it was only those two. Yes, yes, because they were on that tear that one year. They were on the tear. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Um who's your favorite magic player? That you remember, like growing up as a kid, and then to now currently. Um, the one I always remembered and that just like amazed me was uh, probably Steve Francis. I forgot we had the franchise. I completely forgot Steve Francis played for us. Don't get me wrong; it was on the downside of his career, and it wasn't the same, you know. Yeah. But I, I thought it was incredible, you know, the dunks he was doing, you know, and. He was just incredible. And I remember him, and actually, I remember seeing a lot of McGrady play. McGrady was oh, yeah. just. I saw the end of McGrady when he was with Orlando. I saw like a lot of those games. Um, I never really, I wasn't, I was really, really young seeing for seeing Shaq play here, but um, yeah, I never really saw Shaq or Penny or like Nick Anderson. It's wild to see them out and about here in Orlando because. I've run into Nick Anderson a couple times and Bo, uh, Bo Outlaw. I've mm. seen them a couple times out in public, so that's kind of cool. But I'm, I wasn't around to see them or like Horace when he was playing for us and Horace Grant, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's awesome, you know, to see them so involved in the community. You know, you see them all the time. Um, usually, I think almost any event, really, the Magic, you'll see Bo Outlaw or Nick hanging out there even yeah. before the games. After the games, you know, they're answering questions. So I think that's pretty awesome that they're so involved in the community. That's really cool. Did you uh, watch the 30 for 30 on ESPN with uh, Shaq and Penny? I saw most of it. Not all, but I saw most of it. Yeah. I thought it was pretty interesting. Um, it's just it's just what, what could have been, you know. Yeah, yeah. There's so many questions um, because you also got to think, you know, what if Penny, not that he was injury prone, but if he didn't have the injuries he did, how does that shake up everything? Yeah. You know, if Shaq wasn't chasing the money also in the LA lights and all that, I think that's another thing, you know, could they put their egos to the side? I, I don't know, but you also got to realize Jordan was, I mean, just killing it at that time. Would it even matter? Yeah, yeah. I mean, but if you think no, wait. When they went to when they played Houston in the finals, Jordan wasn't in the league. Yeah, Jordan wasn't in the league then. That's why they were able to get out of the West. I mean, that's why they were able to get on the East. I'm sorry, that's my my fault. And I believe that was the the year. The year before was it the year before when Nick stole the ball from Jordan? Yes. Yes. You know, so that takes a lot too. You know. I mean, just great players, and that shows you, you know, 
and there were some strong teams still even in the east at that time you know yeah that's crazy to think so i have another question for you out of what do you think of the city uniforms and what was your favorite fit that they had or if they've created for the magic i mean I think everyone's favorite is the obvious answer, which is uh, the one that Shaq wore with the pinstripes. Black. I think everyone the black and white yeah. pinstripes. Yes, I love those. I think that's everyone's favorite. Um, I can't believe they haven't brought them back exactly like that. You know, I thought they would have by now. Every other team seems to be bringing back, you know, great jersey and whatnot. Yeah, retro jerseys. Um, I'll tell you, the jerseys are pretty interesting. Um, I believe, what are the orange ones? Are they City Knights, is it? Is that what they're called Yeah, now? the City Knight ones. City Knight ones are pretty interesting. Um, they have, because they have the regular orange ones, and then they have the city ones with the words coming down, if you notice. Oh, I haven't, I've seen, I've seen the black and orange ones. I've seen those, but I haven't seen the actual city, city ones. Okay, so the ones that came out this year, they're pretty interesting. It's uh, kind of like a grayish, and then they have little print coming down on the stripes and it has words i think it says mm. this is why we play or something to that nature why not us or something to... that's interesting there's a lot of creativity out there um i think the orange kind of going on black you know uh yeah. so it's a little bit different i think i'm starting to like it you know going on a little but that pinstripe black is always the best, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I feel you there. Um, I remember when uh, who was it? Daryl Daryl Armstrong when he played for us, and McGrady was still playing for us, I think, because I liked the the um, they were the dark and they had the stars on them. Yeah, it was like a dark ones. royal like blue. Yeah, yes, yes, I love that one. That one was. Pretty- between the black and white pinstripes and the nose, those are my favorite ones, to be honest. So which one was the worst one, you think? Hmm. The worst one? Yeah. I'm trying to think. I I get it. The Galaxy one, I'm, it's just not my cup of tea, to be honest. I oh. mean, I got one. I, I, I took my wife to her first game. I got her a custom jersey and I got her this the galaxy one because I'm like, oh, okay, you like stars looking up at the sky. So I just I did that for her. But me personally, I'm just like, mm, I don't really like that one too too much. I think it was uh was it 2012 that they wore those uh regular like the blue ones, but it was like that shiny blue. Oh I'm trying to think. Or was it 2010? I think it was I mean, 2012. Those, you're thinking right. Those you're were correct, ugly. Those were so <laughs> ugly. It looked like a like a silk material. Oh God, I could not stand. But it. they just looked wait, so cheap. didn't? Wasn't it? Uh, who took over the jerseys? Was it Adidas or was it Nike who was taking over for the? Uh... Right now, Nike has it. But yeah, Adidas I think it was Adidas. That That's what it was. Yeah. So knowing Nike, you know they're always coming out with whole bunch of different stuff they're always out there um so we'll see what other jerseys they come out with but i believe there was a few more coming out this year um i'm not sure if you've seen the all-star weekend jerseys they're a little bit different too you know a little bit 
they're more Nike. They're out there, you know. Is All Star All Star Weekends in Cleveland? Yeah, Cleveland. Mm, interesting. Interesting. I haven't seen the jerseys yet. I gotta check them out. Check them out. It's something pretty interesting. And it, if I remember correctly, this year they're doing a little bit different. Where if you're voted into play for All Star Weekend, mm-hmm. you actually get a ring. Imagine that. <laughs> oh, that's a little. That's a little kind of like jab right there for us. But yeah, I mean, it's just it's kind of heartbreaking. You know, we've been there twice and had those opportunities. I think the one that kind of still haunts me the most is the Courtney Lee when he had the layup. He missed the layup. Uh, yeah, I, I really thought Courtney Lee was going to be a great player too. Um, I think yeah. if he would have stayed here in Orlando, I think he had a better chance. Mm. Um, but, I mean, I don't know. To me personally, every time I look over that play, I feel like that was a foul. I believe it was on Paul saw, but they didn't yeah, call it. Yeah, should have been. I should have been. You're right. So, you know, it's not his fault, you know, if he got fouled out, I could say to a certain extent, you know, it is what it is, you know, I believe right now he's on the Mavericks staff, don't quote me, but I believe he's doing some staff work somewhere in the NBA right now. I I think you may be correct, it may be Dallas, Dallas. Trying to think now. Trying to think. What are the best seats that you have, or that you have had since being a season ticket holder? In that sense, have you ever been courtside to any games? Um, I was offered actually courtside not too long ago, but I don't remember why. I think I had something to do, or I couldn't make it, so I had to pass up mm. on those. Um, right. But I, I've had the opportunity. Um, I've had a lot of friends and. People I've networked with um, that have great seats, and I just kind of sneak in with them. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I will tell you, some of my favorites, um, I had a friend that had sweets at one point, and it was just oh, incredible, yeah. the sweets with all the food and everything. I mean, you know, that's incredible, you know. Now, if you look at the pricing, I mean, it's also incredible, you know. And I also think yeah, it's steep. expensive, you know, honestly. For a team that's not winning, it's you know i wish they would see that i wish they would see that but i understand it's a business uh, unfortunately you know it is a business it's the it's the biggest thing in orlando also you know um yeah it is besides disney world and the theme parks yes exactly if you want sports you know that's probably the biggest thing that you can go to you know that's competitive per se you know with that and then I know I've seen it lately. I've personally never been to any Orlando City soccer games, but I see like people in frenzies going over to those like those Orlando City games, and they get really rough. Yeah, you know, I think it's. I've been to a few games. I think they're great to go out, have great, great time. Mm. But to go to every game, it's not the same. But I do know they actually just switched management. Or ownership, I should say. Um, oh, Orlando City? Yeah. It's stuff. I'm the only Vikings. Women's soccer, I believe, also. Um, so That's cool. they're making some major roster moves. I do know that. They're investing a lot of money into that. So hopefully it does work out for them. That's, 
Wow, I didn't know that. That's good. That's kind of interesting to know. Um, do you own any merch? Uh, are you willing to say how much you've actually spent on merch when it comes to teams or no? <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, so that's kind of funny. I go through phases, unfortunately, of uh, I, I want to buy all these jerseys. And then I go through six months of, no, I don't want to buy any jerseys. Yeah. Um, yes, so it goes up and down. It goes up and down. Um, I will tell you, the past six months, I have been buying jerseys. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm probably within the past six months, I don't know, about eight to 10 jerseys, roughly. Wow. Um, I think every jersey right now is about $80, $90, more or less, obviously. Yeah, roughly. Um, now, I do think it's awesome. Um, there's certain nights, and I believe I got an email notification that tomorrow is one of those nights versus Memphis, that if you buy one mm-hmm. jersey, you get another one for free. Obviously, it's oh, certain jerseys. Nice. But I think that's pretty cool because, uh, so, I mean, my dad will buy a jersey, and it turns out to be like $45 a piece, really, you know. That's not so, bad compared to what you usually pay for them. Exactly, you know. So you just got to kind of hope that the player doesn't get traded to me you know, at this point. Unfortunately, I've, I've had that. I've got I've got Dwight's jersey. I've got Aaron Gordon's jersey. Gordon. I'm fingers crossed. I've got a Jonathan Isaac jersey, and I'm hoping, like, not that he just stays with us, so I don't end up like, okay, I got to retire another jersey. Um, I've got a multitude of hats, like just my wife's getting so mad at me. She's like, you need to stop buying all these hats. You're not wearing them all. I'm like, you don't understand. <laughs> For when game time comes, you need to have a mat. I hear the same thing. Absolutely. I hear the same thing. Don't worry. Um, and I think the Magic actually, I, they're pretty aggressive with their sales, I would say. Um, usually for mm. most games, they have like a $12 shirt and like a $12 hat for that series. And I think it's pretty interesting, you know, that they have those. Yeah, the last game I went to when we played Chicago, um, they had a sale going on with the shirt and then the hat. The one thing I'm really clamoring for and I've yet to really actually get my hands on is just taking time and money to get to it is the – I don't know if it's the Windbreaker jacket with the Stars and Stripes and they have like the 50th anniversary logo with the years on the side. It's a jacket. Uh, it's it's like a pins. It's an old warm up jacket that they have. I've seen that one. I've been Absolutely. trying to. Yes. Oh my god! Absolutely. I ran into a girl there uh, to the last time I went, not the Chicago game, the game before when they played. Actually, it was I saw them play Chicago twice. I asked her. I was like, so I'm. Just, I kind of asked her. I was just curious. I'm like, so how much did you actually pay for this jacket? She's like, you really want to know? I'm like, yeah. She's like, oh, I spent close to two twenty, two thirty on it. I'm like. What? Yeah. Yeah. If you go to the team store, they have them. Uh, but you just got to stick through it. Uh, sometimes they run some specials. Not much, but uh, mm. sometimes I do remember, I want to say at the start of the year, actually, they had, I almost bought it to them. For some reason, I didn't. I don't remember what it was that for the reason I didn't buy it. But it was a Penny Hardway jersey, but the baseball jersey type. And it was only oh, yes. like 50% yes. off. You yes. know, and it was only like 50 bucks. And I thought about it, but I, I don't know if I bought another jersey or mm. something happened. I didn't buy it. And I kind of regret it. Every time I look at it, I'm like, damn, I should have bought it there. You know, damn. But it'll <laughs> it's come funny, around. too, because, like, I have uh, the black and white pinstripe. I've got the uh, Shaquille O'Neal jersey. And then my dad, who happened, I happened to just be talking to my dad. He's like, hey, come to my house. I got something for you. Turns out he had an old, like, just straight jet black 
Penny Hardaway jersey and won champion. They had the champion logo on the jersey. Yeah. So they gave that to me, and I was just like, wow, champion actually had the jerseys at one time? Yeah. yeah. I was like, that's insane. Exactly, yeah. Champions had them, and then um, I'm not sure if it jumped to Adidas right after that, or there was one more brand, and then just now Nike finally took over. That's insane. What do you think about the logos on the jerseys? Do you think, like, we're kind of behind the times with that? Or, like, because I know the WNBAs, they, all, they have a bunch of logos on theirs, and we just have that small patch on ours now. I like it. Um, I like it because, like you said, WNBA, and uh, you'll see the same thing in boxing on the mm-hmm. shorts. I think just too many gets too messy usually. You know, it, it just doesn't look as nice. I like, you know, I believe it's one patch, maybe two patches at the very most. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like it. I also think it's pretty cool that it's the Disney logo. Because it, it just oh yeah that 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 basically goes hand in hand you know Orlando and Walt Disney World go hand in hand they have to <laughs> exactly um, but there's some pretty interesting ones I believe last year the Lakers had Wish and now it's someone else I don't I, remember who it was yeah it's like BB Go or something like that this year they had Wish last year um, mm-hmm. same thing with the Bucks I don't know if the Bucks still have the Harley Davidson logo on theirs they had it last year I don't know if they still have it. I don't remember that. Um, I believe Phoenix still had PayPal, I believe. Yeah, Phoenix still has PayPal. I saw that. Denver had, like, Western Union on theirs, I believe, yeah. last year. They had Western yeah, Union. It's, um, it's pretty interesting. And, um, I mean, it's the same thing that goes with all these arenas now. Look at uh, what used to be American Airlines Arena in Miami. It's now FTX or FTX yes, Arena. Yes, I don't know when that happened. I'm like, wait a minute. When did this arena change? Like, Absolutely. That was that Sorry. one. The Lakers, the Staples Center, saw the cryptocurrency center. Um, what is it? Cryptocurrency.com, I believe. Or crypto.com or something like Crypto- that. I was just like, wow, that's that's yeah. that's a far fetch from thinking yeah. is it an arena name. But I was I was a big fan of the TD, TD, uh, TD Waterhouse when we had it. And when I saw it implode, when they you know put the building down, I was just like, oh. Yeah, and uh, I was reading today, actually, um, right across from the Amway, mm-hmm. they're going to build um, like a community center. So they're going to have, you know, courts for the kids, all that stuff. That's really, really cool, man. And then That's if really you go cool. diagonal a little bit more, they're going to actually build a new practice facility just for the players and workout facility just for that. So I think that's, that's crazy because awesome. I. It's crazy because I think about it. They used to have practices at the RDV. Yeah, back in the that's day. what we were talking about earlier today. Yeah, um, back then it was RDV, and the players would drive to TD uh, Waterhouse yeah. to play the games. Yeah, I and now that. they practice in the actual Amway. Um, I'm not sure if you've seen down, downstairs, but they have the actual court where the fans go to watch the game. I've seen some the of the courts. Yeah, if you look through the like. The, the mm-hmm. bottom half going through the arena, yeah, and the front entrance, yes. Exactly. So they have two practice courts, full size, and then two half courts also that they can work out on and shoot around and everything. So that's pretty awesome. So they're going to be adding, I believe, two more on the other side. Wow. God, I can't believe they're expanding that much. That's insane. It's insane, and they're not winning. Imagine if they were actually winning. How oh, much man. more? Yeah, we'd be getting so much more money. So much more money being put into the building and everything else. 
What do you think about the uh, the veteranship of uh, Terrence Ross? Because I feel like he's the last, like the last one on the team before we let everybody go. Um, I think he has a good attitude, um, mm. but he re- he reminds me a lot of J.R. Smith. Not the attitude wise, but just if he makes one shot, he'll give you the next ten shots in a row. He'll make them. But if he misses one, the next yeah. ten, yeah, yeah, out of cold. There's no in between. Take it or leave it. You know? Yeah, yeah. I will say this: he, 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 he's very consistent. I love him to death. He's a cool guy. You know what I mean? Like, don't get me wrong. His attitude is laid back, and he's always getting caught in the funniest, funniest ways, and with his faces and everything else. But when uh, Jalen Suggs had the dunk on DeRozan, uh, his face was priceless. Absolutely, and you know, he shows a good attitude for his teammates. He always wants to see them achieve, you know, greatness yeah. and whatnot. Um, but I do think, unfortunately, they will trade him. Um, but I think it's best for him. You know, he can actually go to a winner. Um, I know the Lakers were one of the teams interested, and I was reading about some other teams interested, Cleveland possibly. Mm. So I, I think he'll be a better fit somewhere else. Um, even maybe Golden State off the bench, I think he'll be great. But his, his contract's a little heavy from what I Yeah. It's funny you mentioned that, too, because I was reading – I was reading online too. I think the Knicks are interested in De'Aaron Fox, so I don't. I don't know how truth, how much truth that is. But I was reading up on it. I was like, I could probably see that. But then again, you also have Derrick Rose. Kemba is being he's been shopped around, wishy washy. He's been shopped around way too much, and I think it would be a better fit for De'Aaron. You know, being out of Sacramento because I feel like. I hate to say this, but Sacramento's kind of like us, but in the West, it's just one of those bottom feeder teams. I don't know, because they seem to get good players sometimes. Like, I mean, they're full. They uh, what is it? Ba- Bagley? I think Bagley's pretty good on the right team. Yeah, yeah. You know, they, they had some good players. I think uh, first few years, Willie Colley Stein was a good center, you know. Not great, he was. He was. He was just center. growing. It was. He was growing into becoming who he was. Exactly. Um, now I believe their GM Vladdy. I, I mean, I don't know. I thought Vladdy did a great effort putting that team together. It just didn't work out. But I, I know he's no longer with them. But he did a great job putting them together. I think you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe uh, Buddy Heald also came out of that same draft from Vladdy. Part of his work, and he, I think, he's a pretty solid guard. Also, you know. Yeah, it's kind of wild because I know, like, I'm not one of those Lakers fans, and I'm not a Lakers fan by no means necessary. Uh, I mean, I get it. I understand the Lakers, but some people are kind of like, oh, we should have got Buddy Heald instead of Westbrook in that sense. I mean, I think it would have worked out a little bit better. I don't know. Yeah, that's always something that they go back and forth about. Also, I mean, maybe, but they would have struggled at the point guard position so much. I also think, yeah. you know. Um, now, I did see Lakers were winning. I think they had won five in a row, six in a row when LeBron was playing center, I believe. Yeah, I think, yeah, they were on a five game win streak. Five games. They just I lost, I think, yesterday or the game before the Clippers. Oh, yeah, they killed us. That was a great game. The Clippers game and the Lakers? Yes, that was a great game. Yeah, and Reggie Jackson, he's another one. He's playing great right now, too. You know, he's showing 
you know, what he can. That Clippers team with Kawhi hurt, Paul George hurt, you know, they're all stepping up and they're doing pretty good. Yeah, but it's been amazing. It's been an amazing, amazing team for them anyway. So um, do you have any more questions for me or, you know, would you like to get anything out there business-wise or um, anything out there socials? I, I think that's pretty much it. Um, uh, if you ever want to, if you guys ever want to follow me, my Instagram's Andres underscore Santa Cruz underscore 95. You can always ask me. I'm always happy to talk about new stuff. Um, real estate, real estate always um, I do have Orlando near the airport, everything. So always happy to assist any questions. Feel free to contact me. Um, you can even DM me for my phone number. Always happy to assist. Um, did you have any other questions for me? Uh, no, man. Uh, thank you. Thank you. I know it was a little bit of back and forth, but you know, that's cat and mouse hot tag, but we got it done. And I very, I appreciate it very much, man. Absolutely not a problem. You let me know of anything else. Um, and whenever you want to go to a managing game, let me know. I'll be happy to give you tickets for one of these games. So that way you, you know, can cool. enjoy it. All right, man. I appreciate you. Much, man. You take Thanks, care. Man. Have a good one. You too, man.